And today I want to be speaking on let go and know I am God. So for us, the last couple of weeks have been a wee bit chaotic. We move house um, this week, which is really exciting. So there's been um, you know, packing and trying to find boxes and where's this and where's that and Oh, Ray's trying to cook tea and I've packed the stuff that he's trying to cook, that he uses to cook tea with, so I've got to go find the right box to find where is that pot that we need, and, and it's all just a little bit crazy. Work's been really um, hectic, we're in the middle of a building project and, and, and stuff, which is crazy, we've had classes starting and new students and staff going, I need this, and I've just sat there and gone, oh my gosh, what am I doing? What is going on here? And then on Friday, a desk fell on my toe and I broke it. And um, I was like, oh my gosh, God, what is going on? This is just crazy. I just want to run away and hide somewhere under a blanket with a good book and just hide and not come out for a while. Um, and, and as I've been going through that, it's just been quite chaos. But I love that when you go through these seasons, God isn't chaos. You know, God is just still in the midst of the storm. And I was just thinking about, on Friday night, like, oh my gosh, God. This is just ridiculous. I'm in the most mental season. I just, I need breathing space. I need it to stop. And God just said, be still and know I am God. Psalm 46.10 says, be still and know that I am God. I'll be exalted among the nations. I'll be exalted in the earth. I was like, be still. Now often when we hear this verse, we think of um, just quieting ourselves and making everything around us just calm and collected and peaceful. Not written. Just look that better. Can you hear me? Yes? Okay. Um, yeah, making everything around us calm and collected and peaceful. How nice would that be? Just, you know, the inner voice is silent. There's no, like, nagging. Going, oh, you need to do this. Every other this you to do this. What about this, you know? And we can just be with God. That sounds like absolute bliss. But have you ever thought about how hard it is to do? To just be still, take a moment? I mean, even if it's... If you manage to do all that, you know, have that calm moment, how to not have it interrupted by little people going, Mum, I need this. Mum, mum. You know, how do you actually have a peaceful moment without locking yourself in the bathroom somewhere? Um, never to be interrupted. But, or have you thought about how it's almost impossible in today's society just to sit down and be still? You know, to quieten the noise and the distraction. There's always something or someone shouting out for our attention. You know, we live in an era where people are more connected than ever before. Um, there's Facebook, Instagram, um, Snapchat, cell phones that never leave our side. I've left mine on the, on the chair this morning. That's quite good, but it's still here. Do you feel anxious? Oh, <laughs> I can see it. It's okay. Um, <laughs> stop it. Plus, um, you know, plus there's all this constant barrage of media messages telling us um, who we should strive to be, you know, whether we are worthy or not by society's standards, who we are, trying to define us. There's constantly a barrage of messages coming at us. And then there's our own internal messages. You know, for me, I constantly have a to-do list um, running around in my head, and sometimes I have lists of to-do lists that I need to write. So that's never helpful when you've got a list of to-do lists. Um, a bit like the movie, you know, have you seen the movie Up? And there's a wee dog who gets distracted all the time, like, squirrel, something's happening. You go this way, and squirrel, you go that way. 
had a real trouble just calming myself and focusing on one thing. You know, I start trying to sit with God and then realize a couple of hours later that my bathroom is now clean, the washing is all folded, my Facebook has been updated, the bedroom is half tidy, and the dishes are done, but I still haven't really heard a word that God is saying to me. Is anybody else like that? No, just me. Cool. I'm sliding medic one up the front here. Great. Um, so the idea of even sitting a moment to just focus on God and just sit with him seems almost impossible. Now, be still and know that I'm God. I don't think God would put that in there and, and tell us that if it wasn't possible. And God is a God of the impossible, which is amazing. And so I believe that while it may be poss- impossible for me to be still, it's totally possible for him to help me be still. Okay, so I did, I'm a bit of a words person. Um, I love words. I love finding out where words came from because... It creates pictures and, and just can make things more interesting. So I did a wee bit of looking into um, be still. And the command be still comes from the Hebrew word rafa, meaning to let go or to let yourselves become weak, to stop striving and to surrender. Let go and know I am God. Let go of striving for perfection. Let go of doubt. Let go of fear. Let go of your need for control. Let go of your... God, don't understand. Have you met my family? No, let go and know that I am God. I looked up the word know. In Hebrew, the word know is yada. So you know how you're kind of talking, you explaining to something and you go yada, yada, yada. It's like and so on and so on and so on. It's a wee bit like that, but different. Okay, so similar to what we understand it to be in English where we can learn, we can experience, and we can comprehend, we can understand and discover, and by that we can then say that we know something, okay? In that context, you know, we understand, so we know. Yada is more profound than that, okay? It's the intimate knowledge that comes from relationship and experience at the deepest of levels. It is knowing that you know, that you know, that you know, that you know. So there is no, not a shadow of doubt, You've experienced it. You have intimate knowledge of this. So put that into the context of Psalm 46.10. Let go and know. Let go and know God is sovereign in your life because you have experienced his hand on your life. Let go and know that you are loved because you have experienced the intimate love that the Father has for you. Let go and know he is your refuge because you have intimate knowledge and experience that he will never leave you or forsake you. Now to fully let go and surrender to God, no matter the situation you are facing, to fully give it to him and trust, know, hope, believe that he is in control, that he is the best interest at heart, will not leave us or forsake us. How cool is that? You know, we know beyond all shadow of a doubt that he is with us, that he is for us, that he is in control. So when God says to us, be still and know that I am God, say, let go of it. I've got it. I've got this. You're my kid. It's okay. I've got it. Don't carry this burden. I've got it. And I was thinking about that, and I was like, man. So, life is chaos. And crazy at times, we go through seasons. 
And God's going, be still and know I'm God. And just wanting to go, okay, I'm going to give it to you. But sometimes we don't want to let go. God, I'll give you this, but I'm going to take care of this. God, I'll give you the packing and getting everything ready for the house to move. Well, I'm going to hold on to the work stuff over here because I've got to organise these teachers to get these classrooms ready for classes to start. I'll hold on to this because I've got to organise the builders. So God, you look after that stuff but, and, I'll, and I'll take hold of this. That's not really surrendering it to God, is it? It's just going, I'll give you this thing. I trust you with this. I can give you this area of my life. I can give you this thing I'm dealing with. But I'm going to hold on to this one because I, I reckon I can deal with this better. Have you met my family? I need to sort them out. You know, like, so, so sometimes we don't want to give it all to God, but God is saying, be still and know that I am God. Let go and know that I'm in control. What I'm discovering more and more is the knowing comes in the surrender. So we surrender in order to know God is in control. We have to let go completely, not hold back on pieces of our lives. Now, human nature is to want to know with certainty what the outcome will be before we completely surrender to God. You know, will it be okay? God, what's going to happen? Will my, will my family be all right? Will we get shifted? Will this happen? What's going to go on? Will I get the outcome I am hoping and praying for? Now, we want to know. I'll, I'll, I'll let go of this, but you need to, you need to let me know that's going to be okay before I do this. Because if you're not going to sort it out, I'm going to do it my way. Have you ever had that experience with God? Like, come on, I know you're telling me to let go, but I want to do with this first. I think I can sort out my life better than you can. I can tell you from experience that every time I've tried that, it's gone really badly. Like, catastrophically badly. And, but still, my nature is, God, okay, is it going to be okay? I'm not sure I want to give this to you just yet. I need to know, what are you going to do with it when I give it to you? Now, have you ever skipped ahead to the final pages of a book that you're reading just because you want to know the outcome? You know, like, I just need to know, is my favourite character still going to be alive? Is still going to be there? You know, what's going to happen? So you're either wanting to make sure that, that it's going to be okay, or, and we're all going to have a happy ending because we like the happy ending, or I need to mentally prepare myself that person's not going to be around just need to prepare myself. I really liked that character. Are they going to be there? And then I want to know what happens. And then I'm trying to read faster through to get up to what happens so I know why the ending is what it is. Is anybody else do that? Just me. Cool. I'm learning I'm very impatient. You know, you know, we want to know before we surrender. But there's an incredible grace and freedom when we let go and surrender to God. He shoulders our burdens and we no longer have to carry them. Now, how incredible is it to know that whatever situation we face, whatever is consuming our thoughts, we can give them to the one who loves us, who gave his son for us, who created the universe. We can give them to him and we can be at peace that it's going to be okay. Because, I don't know about you, but really, if I'm going to trust some of my thoughts going on in my life and my situations and my my past, it would make sense to give it to the ultimate peacemaker. It would make sense to give it to the one who created me, who created my family, who created this universe, who's got a pretty good sense of what's going on in 
in the situation more than what I do. It would make sense to give it to him and trust him with that. I'm not normally a sensical person, so it's still a work in progress. Now, I love, um, you know, we can let go and know that it's okay. Be still and know that I am am God. Let go, I've got this. Let go, I've got this. I found this quote on Pinterest. I'm a bit of a visual person, and I love Pinterest because it's just got lots of pretty pictures. Um, and it's, I, can't, I can't find the author of it. I've looked all over the internet, which is, you know, pretty big. But <laughs> I can rest in the fact that God is in control, which means that I can face things that are out of my control and not act out of control. Say it again, say it again. <laughs> like, what was it? <laughs> okay, I can rest in the fact that God is in control. Okay, so when we hand stuff to God, we can let go, we can rest, we can be at peace. We, don't, we can let go of the inner turmoil and go, God, you've got it. I don't have to worry anymore. don't have to worry. Which means that I can face things that are out of my control. So the things that come along in my life, so I can't control my broken toe. You know, that just happened. That was completely out of my control. If I had a choice, I'd definitely prefer not to break my toe. It's not exactly that fun or pretty. But that was out of my control. You know, but I can face the things out of my control and not act out of control. Sometimes when things come to us and situations happen that are out of our control, we want to try and control them, which can make us go a little crazy. I don't know, I, I tend to get a little crazy from time to time, especially if I'm just a little stressed and feeling a little bit pressured and just wanting things done my way. And so suddenly the nice, friendly, happy person turns into this psychotic, crazy cleaning lady. And just things get a little out of control. And so, and then when something happens that's out of my control to add to that, it just makes it completely worse. But when I can rest in the fact that God is in control, which means I can face things that are out of my control and not act out of control. I can be still and know that God is in control. Exodus 14, 14 says, The Lord will fight for you. You only need to be still. No, the Lord will fight for you. You only need to let go. I love this. How often do we think that we need to take matters into our own hands and deal with things far better than God can? And how often it turns out badly? All the time. So when we bought our first house um, a few years ago, we're only quite young, and um, we'd gone, we'd not long been married, and the bank had said to us they were with at the time, they'd say, oh, we are ready to buy a house, come see us. We will help you out, no worries. We're like, great. So we got a mortgage broker, and we said, oh, go see a bank. They said, look, give us a mortgage broker, no worries. I'll give us a mortgage, no problem. So it's all good, the mortgage broker went to them, and he's like, he came back and said, no, they've declined you. And we're like, what? What is going on? They said that they'd give us money. They promised. They lied. Very upset, very distressed, very young. Um, and it was just a wee bit like, oh my gosh, just completely threw me. So I was like, right, we've, we've, we've found this house that we want to buy, and now they're not going to give us the money. We need to, I need to do something. I need to fix this situation. It's going to go well, isn't it? So I went around all the banks in town, I was like, getting the mortgage packages. I was like, right, finding out this information and finding out this information. I was like, right, I'm going to take it all home to Ray, and we're going to sit down, we're going to look at this, and we're going to sort this situation out. I remember storming home, 
I was having a wee, like, moment with God. They said, and you said, and it's not happening. And God just says, Shannon. I was like, oh, your ways are not my ways. And it was the first time that God has spoken to me like that, where I just, like, stopped. I was like, um, what? My ways are not your ways. I felt very rebuked and very like, oh, oh, oh. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to say. Like, God had just told me off. But, um, but he was right. I was like, okay. So I guess I just stopped. And I'll trust the mortgage broker to do his job and see what happens. The mortgage broker came back to us and said, this bank is going to give you a mortgage. Awesome. They're also going to pay off your car loan. They're going to pay off your overdraft and wipe your credit cards. Oh. And you're going to have money left in the bank. Oh. That was a bit better than going into a mortgage with all this other debt. So in one thing, we bought a house and had no other debt. God's way, what he intended for us, was much better than the plan that we'd come up with ourselves. Going with this other bank wasn't going to work. But God was setting us up for a win. God was setting us up for the future. But I didn't know that. I was just like, you said this was going to happen. It hasn't happened. And the bank lied to us. And I need to fix it. I couldn't have fixed it the way that God fixed it. His way was far better than my way. I had to let go and know that God is in control. The Lord will fight for you. You only need to be still. You only need to let go. The Lord will fight for you. Know I am God. The Lord will shoulder your burdens. Let go. Be still and know I am God. I would love to pray for you today. If you are finding that you're just holding on to stuff and God trying to do things my own way and you know that you need to just let go and give it to God I'd love to pray with you today now if you're wanting to experience the peace that comes from um, that comes from letting go and surrendering to God I'd love to pray for you Because while we may think that we know the best way for situations, he's got it all in hand. And his results are far better than what we can come up with. Now, we're going to step back into um, praise and worship. And, um, yeah, we are here. We'd love to pray for you, um, which would be awesome. We have morning tea after the service. We'd love for you to join us. Um, I'm just going to quickly pray before we head into some music. Father, I just want to thank you, Lord, that you are in control. That we don't have to strive, we don't have to try to earn um, to, to earn you to be at work in our life. We don't have to try and petition you to get you to do stuff, Lord. But we just have to let go and give our burdens to you. We just have to let go of what we're holding on to and know that you are God, that you are in control. So Lord, as we do that today, we pray, Lord, that you'll um, give us a faith and a confidence to let go. And to step into what it is that you have for us. And to trust that you have a better way than what we have. Lord, we thank you that your way is better. And that you are God. And that you are in control.
Lord, help us to let go. Help us to trust. In Jesus' name, amen.